This is the Our Monkeys My Circus podcast. Yeah, that's what it's called. What do you think? Eh. All right, we're back for another podcast. Do you know which one this one is? Number 11. 11, that's right. So this one is three weeks after our last one, which is much better than the, the previous time between podcasts. I think we went about three or four months. So that's good. A little regularity. And uh, you were the impetus behind this podcast. You wanted to do it. I just like doing the podcasts. Yeah, I will say you listen to the podcast. You're probably, you're easily, not probably, you're easily the most ardent listener to these things. You listen to them every night <laughs> for reasons that remain unknown. Why do you listen to them every night before bed? I like hearing Adrian in your voice. It feels, it's just comforting when I'm trying to fall asleep. Oh, well, good. Well, I'm glad I can offer you that comfort, even though I don't seem to give it to you uh, during waking hours. I'll take it. Okay, so uh, what have you been up to since we last spoke three weeks ago? Um, Have you done one thing that's worth mentioning on this podcast? Going to Adrian's preschool circus. Okay, so we did that earlier this week. Adrian just, quote-unquote, graduated four-year-old preschool. So uh, they did put on this program, which they call the circus. Apparently, they've been doing it for over 30 years, where all the children... uh, act out certain roles that you would see at the circus, and Adrian was what? A lion. Yeah, he was a lion. I think, what were you when you did it five years ago? A lion, just like him. Oh, how about that? It runs in the family. I don't think Adrian got a nickname. You had a nickname. Courageous Kai. Right. Uh, I think you should have been Awesome Adrian. Yeah. Or Afro Adrian. (laughs) Afro Adrian (laughs) is actually much more appropriate. (laughs) Courageous Kai. What did I call you? I didn't call you Courageous Kai. I called you something else. Cuckoo Kai? No, I didn't, but that would have also been fitting. So Adrian was was a was a lion, and that entailed um, getting up on a little lion scene that you would see at the circus. And uh, they he wore a little lion mane around his neck and head. He was also turned turned out to be a blind lion because the lion mask kept falling into his face, and he couldn't see what he was supposed to be doing. There was a lion tamer there who had very little trouble controlling Adrian because, as I mentioned, he was blind. And then to uh, punctuate the evening, Adrian ran through a ring of fire, did not get burned, which is even more amazing given that he, he was blind <laughs> by his own hands. I bet, if he, I bet if he was looking, he'd probably catch his butt on fire or something. Yes, thank you. I was hoping you would add that, that bit of color. <laughs> so that happened, and I, I can't remember, but I'm guessing your experience was pretty much the same. Try to avoid the lion tamers and jump through the ring of fire, is that right? Yeah. So yeah, we, we relived that moment four years later, and uh, I will say that the, the preschool has up to production value, so it was a little a little fancier than I remember, uh, so Adrian went through that. Seemed to have a good time. You seemed to have a good time. To your credit, you were clapping wildly like you were watching uh, The Force Awakens or something, so <laughs> that's a way to be a supportive big brother. Uh, um, my favorite part was when uh, every time another lion got on one of those stools, which mm-hmm. the lion tamer tries to put him on the stools, and all of them started climbing up and going all over the place. It was hilarious. Yeah, the lion tamer had to do his best to keep them in line. <laughs> he was a very good actor, that lion tamer. All right, so what else is going on? We were playing kung fu moves, and... Wait, back up. What does kung fu moves entail? Uh, pretty much beating up air. Okay. And how do you win at kung fu moves? You don't. And what's the point of doing kung fu moves? To have fun. Oh, okay. So you find it fun to punch air? Yeah. So where'd you learn these kung fu moves? Kung Fu Panda. We oh, just watched the movie. Okay. So what, what what happened when you and Adrian were punching air and pretending to be kung fu artists? Mm, <laughs> Adrian um, was jumping through the air 
And then he tripped over a stool that was in the middle of the way, and then he started crying. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think uh, worth worth pointing out is that I told him, please be careful. There's a stool in the middle of the floor. (laughs) Please don't kick it. And he kicked it. (laughs) Like, he was like, hi-yo! And about five minutes later, after he put uh, a ball into his shirt to make it look like he was pregnant, and he was prancing around like a maniac, he, he kicked another stool. And then proceeded to cry some more. So, yeah. Just another typical day in the life of a four-year-old without a care in the world. So, yeah, you're doing kung fu moves. I think Mom showed you a video of uh, some legit karate. Yeah. Kung fu. Who'd she show you? We, there was this guy, um, I can't remember his name. Bruce Lee, perhaps? Oh, yeah. Only most famous martial artist ever. But, yeah, don't worry about knowing his name. That's not important. So, what'd you, what'd you see Bruce Lee do? He was using nunchucks in a ping pong game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty legit. And then he all, and then he always won. And then two people were against him, and he still won. Yeah, Bruce Lee was no joke. I think he weighed probably like 120 pounds, something really like super skinny. But uh, he was pretty bad at his job, and bad by bad I mean awesome. So you saw Bruce Lee and Kung Fu Panda. Who do you think wins in a fight, Bruce Lee or Kung Fu Panda? Bruce Lee, by a million miles. Okay, well, at least we can agree on that. That's... Kung Fu Panda is super chubby. And probably not quite as fast as Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you did, uh, you guys are doing Kung Fu air fighting, which is, hurts my soul on any number of levels. But anyway, so you, you did say you were playing basketball. How did that go? All I really remember is it bouncing off the backboard at me and hitting me in the face. That's not true. Did it really hit you in the face? Yeah. What were you doing? I don't know. I was trying to throw a backward shot. So it's worth pointing out that we put up a new backboard in the last few months, and it's a very special backboard. Do you want to explain what it looks like? There's an A for Adrian, and then the middle, there's an O. That looks like Adrian's head with curly hair and everything. And then K, like A-OK. That's not what my intention was when I made the sign. There's an A and a K, Adrian and Kai, and then in the middle is Adrian's goofy looking caricatured face that I drew with curly hair and that's what you aim at to score. So we put that backboard up a few months ago and you've I don't know if that's necessarily increased the chances of you guys playing basketball. It's definitely increased the chances of me playing basketball. Our previous backboard which is original to the goal (laughs) literally blew down in a windstorm. So we only had shards of a backboard left so I finally replaced it after oh good year. So I like to pat myself on the back for the uh, home improvement there. So we painted the backboard, and, um, well, by we, I mean you did a little of it, your brother did a little of it, and your mom did some, and then I painted the, the letters on there finally. So you went to shoot, and you went to shoot on it recently, and did you have any, did you make any shots? I made, like, one or two out of 50, but. <laughs> Just the look on my face. <laughs> what were you doing? Crazy shots. It's like a seven-foot goal. <laughs> All right, just know that you're killing me slowly with all these crazy shots that ricochet and hit you in the face. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. Two out of 50. Well, at least you're good at math. What's the percentage of conversions on that, two out of 50? Do you know? No. Oh, great. Four out of 100, what does that mean? 25%. Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> what? It's 4%. Oh. 25%, that actually would be that's something. You made 4% of your shots. 
Ooh, <laughs> that's amazing. It truly and utterly is amazing. It's a, it's a, in the wrong way. It's a, it's a, the level of amazing that I thought I would never have to have a conversation with you about. All right, well, yeah, okay. So you're not super crazy about basketball. You sort of like it when you play, but you know, don't necessarily want to practice it. What you do like is fishing. Yeah. So you mentioned Uncle Joe has some summer plans. What are these plans entail that I was not made aware of? Going to Camp La Pata. <laughs> what is that exactly? We're going hiking, biking, fishing, and I think one more thing. Maybe eating ice cream or something, but... <laughs> I'll be around for that. Um, so you love fishing. Uncle Joe loves fishing. He goes out on his kayak all the time and fishes for hours and sometimes days on end. You like fishing off the pier, but you'll you'll certainly fish off a boat if Uncle Joe's there with you. What do you like about fishing? Um, I like to kiss the fish, which I probably said before, but... Yeah, but what do you like about the actual process of fishing besides throwing the fish back? It's fun to see, like, how big it is. Like, try to guess how big it is. And you never know what's, when it's going to happen, so it's kind of a surprise. That's what I like about it. You don't get bored having to wait all that time? Because a lot of people, myself included, get bored. I just play video games. No, not really, but... <laughs> don't do that. That's not true. But you you're, you like to... The Art of the Hunt. Yep. Good. That's great. School's almost out for you, by the way. You only have a month of school left. We get out late here in New York, but um, a month from now, you'll be on your summer vacation, which concerns me on any number of levels because it takes me about three or four months to get you guys in a school time routine, and now that it's over, you're going to be around all the time. I just don't know if that's a great idea. <laughs> 99.99% of my day. Annoying dad, annoying dad, and annoying well, dad. Unlike the four percent conversion rate in basketball, that you're ninety nine percent right about your annoying dad thing. All right, here we go. Uh, some questions before you get out of school for the year. See what you've learned. I googled third grade science questions. Let's see if you know the answers to these. Which of these does not orbit something else? The moon, the sun, or the earth? That's easy. The sun. That is correct. Although you can make the argument that the sun. Or- is or in orbiting is orbiting something inside the Milky Way galaxy. How many planets are in the solar system? Eight. It used to be nine when I was little. You know what the ninth one was? Pluto. Nice. Well done. All right. What type of scientist studies space from Earth? Physicist, geologist, or astronomer? Astronomer. What does a geologist study? Geometry. It's <laughs> actually a good guess. Geo means Earth. Low G oh. study of ground. Uh, what did people use to tell time before clocks and watches? Stars, cell phones, or shadows? Shadows. I think you're right. Yep. They had sundials. You know what a sundial is? Oh, I was going to say sundial if it, if it wasn't a multiple choice question. Oh, that would have been right. Which of these planets is not? Uh, which of these is not a planet? Pluto, Venus, Mars. You know that one. You just yeah, it. Pluto. It looks like you're going to pass her a grade here. Yay. What type of scientist studies space from space? Ho, ho, ho. Astronaut, meteorologist, paleontologist. Astronaut. What is a paleontologist study? Dinosaur bones and right. stuff. There you go. You're good. You're moving on. All right, here we go. Three more. Which of these describes the sun? Biggest star, brightest star, average star. Average star. How do you know that? I don't know. I watched a lot of space documentaries and stuff. 
instead of shooting free throws. Uh, which of these rotates? Moon, Earth, Sun? Earth. I'm going to guess the moon. What? Nope, you're right. What is the sun? I won't even tell you the answer. You know it. Big ball of gas. Well, what, what do you classify it as? Star. Yes. This one says a really big flashlight. <laughs> All right, one more. Let's see what you do here. What do we call a group of stars that look like this picture? What's the Big Dipper? The Big Dipper is a oh, constellation. <laughs> oh, gosh, you got it. I didn't even have to give you the the answers. The answer is constellation, solar system, Milky Way. You got 10 out of 10. Yes. In less than three minutes. And that's because we were chit-chatting here. What does this mean? It means nothing. <laughs> you don't have any kind of badge or anything. Well, congratulations. You got 10 out of 10. That's pretty impressive. Even I missed uh, one or maybe more. All right, so you learned something this school year. You can tell your teacher you got 10 out of 10 right on the third grade science quiz that your dad randomly gave you on a Saturday. <laughs> that part might not qualify. No, it may not mean anything at all. You did say that you guys discussed Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend is coming up. Uh, what, did you, what did you guys talk about? Uh, we just did a Memorial Day worksheet, but otherwise not much. Well, what did you mention uh, one of the questions were? If you, could do, if you could do anything to celebrate Memorial Day, what would you do? And you said sleep. No. Eat, eat cookies? <laughs> no. Kung fu air fighting? <laughs> no. Come on. <laughs> What'd you say? Um, To ask Granddad about some of his experiences in the Marines. Okay. What do you know about Granddad's experiences in the Marines? He's He was a colonel. Yep. What else do you know? Uh, he fly, He flew some kind of helicopter with two um, little prote- propellers. Rotors? Yeah. Yep. CH-46. Sea Frog was his nickname. <laughs> they no longer are in service. I think they're replaced by the CH-47. That's the extent of my knowledge of those helicopters. And he was also in a war. Do you know which war? Civil War, World, World War Two. <laughs> What'd you say? World War Two, Civil War. Well, you know those are two very different wars, right? Yeah. Do you know the Civil War took place in the 1860s? Uh, no, which he'd, would, he'd be make? like 900 years old. Well, not quite. He would be about 170 years old. So probably in the Civil War, since the aviation hadn't been invented <laughs> yet either. So there were no helicopters during the Civil War. World War II, do you know when that was? 1769. Not even close. The U.S. was in the Civil War from 41 to 1941 1945. Granddad was not yet born. Ew. <laughs> So he was in the first Gulf War, which was in the early 90s. Gulf War? How was I supposed to guess that? I don't know. You guys talked about this on Memorial Day. I don't know what you discussed. No, we didn't talk about that. But you know the Civil War? Yeah. When did that come up? I just know about it. Oh, I see. Well, I'm just telling you, he was, he was in the first Gulf War. There's another Gulf War currently ongoing. He is not part of that. So, yeah, he joined the military when I was very little. In fact, my sister was born in Florida when he was in flight school. Learning to fly. He learned to fly fly a plane before he learned to fly a helicopter. Uh, That helicopter, he would probably tell you, can float in water for two hours if it lands there. Whoa. At least that's the the specs. I don't know if it really will float. Uh, What else? He uh, used to fly onto an aircraft carrier with that thing. He lived on a boat for six months while flying helicopters. Not a small boat. I mean like an aircraft carrier boat. Not Uncle Joe's boat, <laughs> a boat that was in the ocean and went all the way to oh, good. went all the way to Italy. He once had a chimpanzee on his shoulder Whoa. and went to a volcano. <laughs> These boats happened in Italy, if I recall, while he was on cruise. Cool. 
That's what it's called. It's called being on cruise, even though it's not really like being on the love boat. Love boat's a show from the seventies. Oh, with a guy named Gopher and Isaac. Hmm, I <laughs> exactly. So yeah, okay. Memorial Day's coming up. You are getting ready for summer. Your summer plans also include tennis lessons. Yep. How do you feel about that? Awesome. If you had to rank basketball, soccer, and tennis, what do you think you'd be most excited about? Basketball, third place, soccer, second, and tennis, first. How many times have you played tennis? Zero. <laughs> what do you think you'll like about it? Um, I like that it's a one-player sport, so you don't have a whole team relying on you. Yeah. No, I mean, you might like it more It's if it's just one-on-one. Sometimes people like that better. Our neighbor across the street, I don't know if he played other sports, but I know this, he's a cross-country runner. And a track runner. Do you know what cross country cross country running is? You run across countries. Do you know what it is? You run through different places. Sort of, yeah. It's a college sport and high school sports too, where you run a certain distance, several miles. I'm not even sure how many, three, four, five, six, and you run through like the woods and across fields and all sorts of things. And he's one of the best people in the country that do that right now. Oh gosh. He's in college. He's a senior. And he's going to national. I just saw his dad put on Facebook. And he's really, really, really good. And he runs. I see him running all the time. Makes me angry how good he is at running. Because I'm not that good at running. <laughs> yeah, you're like 50 times worse. <laughs> Maybe worse than that. I feel like he's showing off. To be fair, he is 19, 20, or 21. So he has a slight age advantage on me. But anyway, the point is that uh, sometimes playing sports by yourself is a lot more fun for people than team sports. And there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe tennis is that for you. Maybe not. We'll find out. Whatever happens, whether you're the, the worst tennis player in the world or the best tennis player in the world, you still got 10, on 10, 10 out of 10 on that science quiz, so there's that. Yeah, although I don't know what that has anything to do with tennis. Nothing, but it has to do with everything else because I'm guessing you won't make your living being a tennis player, but you very well might make your living being a scientist, so that's encouraging news to me as a parent. Oh, one more thing before we go. We can make this your annual – or your, we can make this your once a podcast story – about your, your younger brother. You had something to tell me about a bar of soap? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> I saw him holding this soap. and um, Where was he? <laughs> he was in the bathroom, a big bar of soap. And then and then he went out of the bathroom, which took like 20 minutes. He typically <laughs> spends a lot of time in the bathroom doing very, very little. <laughs> he spends like one minute on each of his teeth. So well, I'm fine with that if he would actually brush his teeth, but a lot of times he's just making faces in the mirror <laughs> and falling off the stool. <laughs> if he actually brushes teeth for 30 minutes, I'd be happy about that, but he doesn't do that. So anyway, he left the bathroom, and then what'd you do? I went in, and I was about to brush my teeth, and then I saw a bar of soap shoved super far down in the drain. How big was the bar of soap? It was smaller because it has been used. It was like two inches long, half an inch wide, probably. No, that's an extremely small bar of soap. Uh, I'm, pr- I'm guessing it's probably slightly bigger than that. So he tried to, uh, well, I don't, we don't know. You didn't see him do this. It looked to be jammed down the drain. Yeah. How far j- down the drain was it jammed? About three quarters of the way down. No, the bar of soap was three quarters in. Okay. I'm making a face like I don't believe you, but you seem to insist that it was. Okay. And then what happened? I pulled it out. How did you pull it out? Because that wouldn't be easy. I unclogged the drain. I, I- understand what you're saying. I'm, I want to know how you did it. I pulled it out, but another piece fell off, and I got I got that part, and then I used the soap. How did you pull it out? I don't know. And you want to blame this on your little brother is what you're saying? There were a lot of scratch marks. 
I'm starting to guess by your lack of details that you might be the one that shoved it down the. No, throat. I didn't. Because if this were a court of law, the lawyer would not believe you when you said, <laughs> "I got it out." How? I got it out. How? I removed it. How? <laughs> it came out magically. Hey. Hey. All right. Well, I'm just curious how you got it out. Snappy. I used my magic wand. There we go. That's what I thought. So you, you blame your brother. Did you ask him about it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Why not? Because you felt guilty that you did it? Sure. We can have him on the podcast and ask him. Okay. So you insist that he did it. You never talked to him about it and we'll probably never know. But maybe I'll have to ask him a story about you because I think he has plenty of stories about you <laughs> trying to, to make him do things he doesn't want to do. But I will ask him off the air about the bar soap. And we'll report back on the next podcast. And uh, hopefully we'll have something, uh, some more interesting things to talk about. You got anything else to add? A message for Adrian. All right. On, on that note, and fittingly, <laughs> smell you later. Smell your stinky breath later. <laughs> <laughs>